Live and welcome to every Giants fan's favorite local watering hole with a sellout crowd of two very depressed and very excited people. Episode three, welcome to Wash. Here we go. Bryce Harper, the uh, it's finally happened. The wait is over. The saga's over. The sweepstakes is over. Not exactly what San Francisco Giants fans wanted. Bryce Harper um, going to the Phillies, going going to Philadelphia. Uh, four words for you: dollar, dollar bills, y'all. The dude got paid, honestly, and you can't get mad at that. Like we talked in the past with with Machado, got his money right, and now our our two superstars from that that were on free agency, it's done. There there's still more to be done on free agency, which we'll talk about later. But the biggest guys are gone. Harper has his team. Machado has his team. But purely as a Giants fan, when you hear this news today, what was your first reaction, John? My first reaction was really just so thankful that it wasn't the fucking Dodgers, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. After uh, all this with the Dodgers coming, I could drink to that too. Happy Thursday, Thursday, watch listeners. But going back to, to the question, man, um, definitely was, was a little shocked coming out of all the news that came out yesterday regarding the Giants' momentum in the talks with Harper. Um, but as a Giants fan, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, Zaidi in his first year definitely going for it, showing the fans that he's not afraid to make a big move, even though that's not what he was brought in to do. He was uh, aggressive on the phones and in his talks with Boris and their crew with Harper, and they met with them twice, and they really, really were aggressive about it. So in the back of my mind, I understand that, you know, the Giants went for it. It's not like they sat out on the sidelines and just let the Dodgers put an offer in and let the Phillies run away with it. Like, they, you know... Dodgers fans on Twitter, they're seeing the, the video of the Brinks truck next day. Giants, oh, yeah, you got one? Yeah, we got one, too. We're not messing around. So, uh, but, you know, I'm a little frustrated. I definitely thought that he was going to go um, to the Giants. But at the end of the day, you know, they, they competed for that. And they, they, they gave him their best pitch with, with Larry Bear and the rest of the organization. So, you know, I get it. But uh, at least they went for it, man. Yeah, and like you said, they did go for it. You know, I mean, I, I think optically, like it. There's times where it almost looked like a little bit of a tug of war once the Dodgers yeah. got back in. You know, I mean, the Giants went to Vegas. Then, like, the, the Dodgers kind of came knocking a little bit like, oh, hey, uh, yep, uh, hi, Bryce. You yeah. know, it was kind of like, hey, like, we still, we're still here. We still want to talk to you kind of thing. So that was kind of interesting when the Dodgers went back in. Then the Giants had their second meeting, you know. And right. I think once the Giants, once it was reported uh, that the Giants had their second meeting, then it started to really kind of think this could happen, you know. So I think Giants fans really started to get a little more excited. You know, I think um, that, that that they definitely were kind of ready for a letdown. But <laughs> yeah, we're kind of used to it at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, 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 were, they were ready for a letdown. But that second that second meeting had the fans definitely more excited. Oh yeah, a lot of energy, man. Like everyone was kind of like everyone was talking about it. You know, people I work with, people that I'm friends with, yourself. Like we were juiced about it. You know, just as fans, just hearing that news, you know, it was just one of those things where we're like, dude, there could be another slugger in the Bay Area. Like, Giants fans haven't seen, like you talked about in the first episode of Watched, we, the Giants have had a different left fielder, like, almost every year, if not every year, that Barry, since Barry Bonds' departure from the mm-hmm. game of baseball. Like, that is insane. We grew up having slugger, you know, a slugger left fielder that can hit a home run at any time. Like, you don't get out of your seat to watch a guy hit. Like, that's insane. Everyone walks around at the ballpark. You know, and if Bryce Harper came to the Bay Area, you were going to get that aura of a superstar. So I'm sure, you know, a lot of Giants fans are pissed off today. But like we were talking about, man, it's just 
it's frustrating that they they missed out on yet another guy. You know, I know we're going to get into it here in a minute on uh, the history of things like that, but. You know, at least they went for him, man. At least they, they, you know, they put the hat in the ring, and and you know, at the end of the day, it was Bryce and his family and his and his, you know, agency's decision on what they were going to do. So. Yeah, and you bring you bring up the family, and I think that's what's really interesting too is that you look at the offers, and um, you know, obviously everyone thought he was going to go with the biggest money for sure, which he did. Yeah. He uh, ultimately went for thirteen years, three hundred thirty million dollars. It's the it's the biggest. Uh, free agency contract, the biggest contract in um, what they call American sports history. Apparently, we don't play soccer here. We do. But there's been some bigger ones, for sure, with, with that. But yeah. as far as, you know... American the, sports. Yeah, yeah, the baseball, the basketball, <clears throat> football, it's it's the biggest. Which, I mean, it's... Underwater basketball weaving. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, they get paid sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, here and there. Um, <laughs> really good. But, you know, but the Giants, were, they were right behind. They yeah. went... They they ultimately ended up going 12 years for $310 million, is what Alex Pavlovich reported. And um, that's wild to hear. With, with, with the, and when an offseason like this with the Giants... Um, you know it, it's it's crazy. You have your your Drew Ferguson's, your uh, your Kara Mabins, and then you get your three hundred ten million dollars. You know after all these minor league deals, you know I mean they went for it. They they did go for it. Um, once they started discussing a ten year deal, I think that's when it started to be like, hey, we can we can get this guy. This is real. You, yeah, we can do this. You go really. It's. <laughs> You think about getting turned down when you when you hand someone a twelve year three hundred ten million dollar check, and you end up getting a thanks but no thanks. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. can, you can't be mad at yourself. No, for that, right? Like you put your yeah, you put it all out there, man. You literally yeah. put more than Machado got. So you you up the offer from what the bar was set at. You gave him more than the years that he wanted. You're going to give him a chance, like you said, like starting his family in San Francisco with all the aura of being a superstar and also life outside of baseball. Like very safe place to raise a family, a lot of after baseball opportunities, uh, you know, Silicon Valley, a lot of investing opportunities. And it just, the, you know, he's from the West Coast. He's from Vegas. Like he, it seemed like the whole time, the, the whole thing about the Phillies, like I think it's kind of freaking weird because like this whole time I feel like he's always been a West Coast guy. I don't really see him being a Philly guy. Um, and like you were talking about, uh, you know, him raising a family, like 13 years, like that's a long time. Like, you're, you know, he's going to be almost 40 years old, like by raising his kids in Philadelphia. If it was me, if I were in his position, I would probably take 20 less million, you know, hey, you know, after you make 300 million, what the hell is 20 million dollars to raise my family in San Francisco and play for those fans. Obviously, again, we all know here that we're both Giants fans, but just from a from a lifestyle standpoint, I'd probably want to on the West Coast. Right? Well, if you give me twenty million dollars, I'm gonna go play baseball with Putin out in Russia. Yeah, so. you give me, you give me like, you give me twenty grand, I go play baseball. Like, <laughs> yeah. Three hundred and ten million, like holy yeah. shit, man! Like that's insane money, dude. That's like monopoly money. That's yeah, and crazy. He's he's a West Coast guy, he's a For Vegas sure. guy, so I think that's why a lot of Philly fans got really worried because when they first went into this. In the offseason, the Phillies talk about they were going to spend stupid money. You know, yeah, they, literally, they, that was the question. They quote. literally said, we're going to spend money. stupid money. And, <laughs> and, they, and they've had, before Hopper, so they, much they had a great offseason already, adding guys like McCutcheon, Segura, trading for a JT Realmuto. Like, they're going in. Made some great moves, you know? yeah. And then the two West Coast teams, <clears throat> as far as the finalists with the Giants and the Dodgers, they went completely different routes. The, the Giants went the long-term, you know, Harper has tweeted and Instagram and all this stuff about San Francisco. They went kind of like the Phillies did, where like this is this is your home, like this is going to be it forever kind of thing. They went the twelve years. The Dodgers went a way different route. They went four years. They were going to go four years and 
at least $45 million a <laughs> That's year. Insane, dude. That's, That's crazy. Insane. Obviously, he would have yeah. broke every single every AAV record. record. Yeah. That, and and he, we, we always thought that Boris Harper, that they wanted to break an AAV record. They wanted to break a total money record. They did break the total money record, but the average annual val- value is actually like the 14th highest in MLB history, uh, which is like somewhat surprising. But he clearly was invested in the long term. Right. And the fact that he didn't do uh, an opt-out might be the craziest to me. Oh, d- definitely crazy. Like, if, for example, you know, the Phillies do not – this does not pan out in this super team, like kind of mm-hmm. mini version of a super team that they're doing with all these uh, great role players around him. If this doesn't work out and he's in his mid-30s and he wants to get a ring, like, you know, Hall of Fame nowadays is definitely in most sports. Mm-hmm. Like, you're chasing rings. Like, you're not chasing dingers. Like, you're just trying to win championships and have good stats. Like, if they're not competitive and they're not in the playoffs, like, if he can't, you know, his, if he can't have a voice in that, you know, leaving part, that's kind of crazy. Like, 13 years, no trade clause. Like, 100% no trade clause. Like, that's – yeah, that's kinda, it's just nuts, man. It's no, just he's, nuts. he's in for the long haul. Absolutely. I mean, he, he put a ring on. He put a ring on his now wife last year. Now he's putting a ring on Philadelphia. He's putting a ring on yeah. cheesesteak right now. He's he's picking cheesesteak oh, over seafood. Cheesesteak, oh dude, that sounds pretty good. That sounds real freaking good. Right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but uh, well, getting the meat sweats over here. Big gulps. Uh, but Thursday, Thursday. I think the the hardest thing probably I'm I'm sure talking to you as a Giants fan. We we've obviously been going back and forth. You know, you're a huge fan. This and that. Like yeah. all these people around here are. A bunch of our friends are. I think one of the hardest things, though, has to be second place. Oh, yeah. Like, second place, not only, like, in the division. Second place would actually be nice after the last couple of years being in the cellar. But yeah, <laughs> second yeah. place in the sweepstakes of free agents. And, I'll take and, silver. Yeah, I'll, ta- I'll take freaking third this year, fourth. Thanks Anyways. A little bit. But, like, you know, missing out on guys like Lester, uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Um, you know, there's a bunch of guys in the past where we've either been in the top two, three, four teams in on it. You know what I mean? It's just... It's really interesting, and Otani as well. You know, being a a guy with a with a very like good chance of coming to a city like Seattle or San Francisco with a lot of you know Asian cuisine and Asian lifestyle, there would be a nice transition for him. The Giants fans really thought that they had a chance on that too. It's just crazy that we're in, you know, it's just it's just crazy. And Greinke as well when he was a free. I mean, it's just it's just it's, it's kind of depressing to talk about it out loud. But uh, you know, it's 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 also now it's time for a fresh start with Zaidi and. And maybe they can make some noise. With he did some amazing things with the Dodgers in that time, and you know I'm just trying to be cautiously optimistic, but it's also frustrating. Yeah, you know you, you were talking about all these different names and stuff. You know, the Lester and Grinky are are surprising because as, as pitchers, you're looking at a pitcher's park. And, oh, and, and, best pitcher's park in San Francisco, oh and and those yeah. two guys, Sam, the Giants were second place, like hands down for those guys. Right. I mean. After Grinky, they the Giants did go out and they got Cueto, they got Samarja, so they still went all in on the pitching. For sure, as obviously they they should, hasn't turned out as they hoped for with Samarja and Cueto. <laughs> no, no, definitely not yet. Um, but you know, it, it was I thought I thought those were really interesting as you know as pitchers. Um, Otani, they were definitely in there. I, can, I I don't know if we could say what place, but I would just, I say at least top five for sure. And, yeah. and they, were, they were definitely going for it. For sure. You know, it was, it was another big name that they were going for, for sure. Stanton, I mean, he ultimately had to say he's the one who said no, which I, can, which I think could be frustrating, especially, you know, we were looking at 
Harper as a power hitter, right? Um, do you think that the park and everything that that is affecting people like Harper, like Stanton, um, not coming to the Giants and ultimately saying no as a, as a big time power hitter? I mean, it seems like it. I mean, it definitely it definitely seems like on every <clears throat> every you know analyst MLB analyst when they were talking about the the uh, potential like lineups with each of these ball clubs that were in on these moves, uh, they always alluded to the AT and T Park being a horrible hitters park. Oracle Park. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Smash sorry. Smash sorry. Smash oh, Pac-Bell Park. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, Oracle okay. Park. SBC, what is it? <laughs> SBC. <laughs> SBC Park. I don't know, who gives Green Jacket, Blue Jacket, who gives a shit? Oracle Jacket. Anyways, Oracle Jacket. <laughs> Oracle might care. Anyways, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but just I think the ballpark definitely plays a part. Um, you know, obviously we grew up with guys like Jeff Cam, Rich Aurelia, Barry Bonds, obviously. They made it look pretty small. I'm just got a lot of steroids going on there. Allegedly. <laughs> Alleged. Alleged. So alleged. Uh, but Andres Galarraga. Anyways, uh, the list goes on. And Bobby Estalea. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were talking about steroids. Anyways, no, but uh, we grew up with a lot. In all seriousness, we grew up with a lot of guys that that definitely made that park look small. And I've seen Nolan Arenado and some other guys make that park look small as well. But they're not playing there every single night. So, sure. um <clears throat> yeah, it def- I think it definitely plays a part because everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you know Harper's you know, team was definitely letting them know that because the NLEs, a lot of those, a lot of those ballparks are you know definitely hitters ballparks. So he's going to hit you know over 30 home runs for sure. Um, yeah, and then that Phillies park, he might. I, I, my hot take, my washed hot take, Bryce Harper MVP. That, that was hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I but, mean he he honestly he was actually. Uh, by Vegas, Westgate had him as yeah. the odds-on favorite for the NL MVP before he even picked a team. Yeah, you know, I I think you know he's someone who's sure he's coming off of what you might want to call a down year with his batting average of two forty nine. The dude still hit bombs. He hit thirty four. <laughs> he still hit thirty four homers. He, he, Horrible he, year. He started he off slow. He started. I, I think <clears throat> he was hitting like two nineteen in the first half, something like that. Yeah, and look, he's. Uh, he was 25 years old playing last year. He's 26 years old now. He's tr- he's playing to get a huge contract. Come on, that 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 does get in your head. I think he he hit 30. He hit three home uh 300 in the second half is what I'm trying to get to and stuff. And again, the the power was still there. Yeah. The walks were still there. So when you when you want to say that someone has a down season by hitting 249 in what is now um turning into a dip and rip. Kind of hitting launch angle. It really is. Exactly, right? yeah, yeah. You're trying to like, hit the ball in the air. How much can we really complain about two forty nine? Yeah, you can't get you like you can't complain about the the average now when the the entire game is going on velo from the pitching side and trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark on the hitting side. Averages are gonna go down a hundred percent, especially you know Harper being coming up as a power guy. Anyways, if you're telling him to hit more home runs, he's just gonna swing harder. You know, like he's just he lifts the baseball. That's what he does. It's always been his game and. I still think he had a pretty goddamn good year. 249-34. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the entire Giants uh, infield combined for 30, 39 home runs last 34 Yeah, 34 doubles. <laughs> 34 doubles. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Gorky's I mean, no, on the nobody team had more than 16 home runs. Yeah, and they were yeah. all solos. Gorky's, yeah. how do you have less RBIs than home runs? It felt yeah. like you didn't drive anyone in. I think that's what people <clears throat> were so excited about, too, with – um, with with possible Harper coming was the power, right? Right. It was, you know, obviously they've had the Buster Posey's uh, as far as an MVP, stuff like that. For sure. But, you know, and obviously his his power has dwindled with, with catching and everything. Well, we're um, on those legs. A lot, you know, but there hasn't been a pure power guy no. since, since Bonds, honestly. Yeah. And, and I think the craziest thing is, 
people have called Harper overrated and stuff, which wrong. Uh, it, it's just, I, I think it's completely false, especially looking at someone that comes up at 19 years old who literally was um, the LeBron of baseball for, for Sports Illustrated as far as looking at a high school child. The chosen one. The, prodigy, high school, like, the baseball chosen and, one. And, and, yeah. and to see him come from that to th- Three hundred ten million contract to me, it's pretty cool actually. Yeah, you know, and and we, and when he was that age, they were talking about him, you know, launching five hundred and forty foot home runs and all this stuff. And I think the Giants were fans were frothing in the mouth, thinking of any kind of power at that park. And you look at their the first seven seasons of of Harper, and then the first seven seasons of Bonds. Harper one hundred eighty four home runs. Bonds one hundred seventy six home runs. Harper five twelve slugging percentage. Bonds five oh three slugging percentage. Harper. 279 batting average. Bonds, 275 batting average. Sure, you can, you can go into that, that pre-roid Bonds, whatever you want to say. The, the simple fact is that the power is there and that he's that you would think that someone that's 26 years old, he's just starting, just barely starting to, to hit the like, the tip of his athletic and his power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the peak, your, peak as a, your peak as an athlete's not 28 to 30. Like yeah. he's, uh, he's only going to fill out even more yeah. and, and get more in tune with his mental game as well and drive the ball even more. I think this year he's going to definitely get 40-plus. Yeah, I mean, you can't really argue against that, especially no. at, at the ball, at that ballpark. At yeah. the ballpark, you, you know, we, we, <clears throat> we go back to looking at the whole issues with, with San Francisco and whatnot. It's super small sample size. But I mean, he hit one. He's hit one sixty four there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and again, it, it's it's in nineteen games. It's again super small sample size. Uh, probably face Bumgarner a few times too. Yeah, maybe yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> that might, maybe that maybe might Strickland have. a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, he was definitely zero for three in that fight. Well, uh, but no, I mean, and, and then those are. Obviously, the Phillies, he's played them way more in that division. Right. Um, but he's, he has 14 bombs in 50 games. Yeah. It's, I, I, you would think that the power numbers are just going to go up and yeah, up and up definitely. there, especially in a lineup with a Hoskins, a McCutcheon, a Herrera, all these different guys, a Real Muto now. Segura. Yeah, like, the, the, like there's, good team, there's protection man. for him now, too. For sure. I mean, and... You can't really pitch around him, either, because you're going to get hurt every all the way down the lineup. Obviously not... That might, I mean, but Hoskins can leave the yard anytime. Franco can leave the yard. Um, McCutcheon can leave the yard, especially in that yard, you know, mm-hmm. being a hitter-friendly ballpark. I mean, Rio Muto, you know, more of a gap-to-gap guy, but they, they have a lot of firepower in that offense. Segura, he's really short and compact, but he can hit the ball out too. I mean, they that's going to be a tough tough thing for opposing pitching staffs coming into that in, into that league, and, and I, I definitely think that, you know, this, this could be a really big year for the Phillies as well, obviously. That league's gonna be wild. You, you, it's gonna be insane. The Nationals are still really. They're still they're really still good. Really good. Now this is an ultimate test too. I'm curious to see how the Nationals do without Harper. Everyone's like, oh, he's not a leader. He's this. He's that. They're still pretty loaded. You know, you got Turner, Rendon. You still got a lot of great pitches. Some of the best pitching. Um, you know, well, they, were, they went out and got Patrick Patrick, Patrick Corbin. Corbin. You know, he was the he was their big guy. Um, and the on the off season this year. Um, you know, you can't replace a Bryce Harper. No. But they have but they have the young talent. If, if there's if there's a team that can lose someone that, that's homegrown a star like Bryce Harper, the Nationals are in the right position. They, totally they, are, yeah. they have homegrown stars with Juan Soto, with with Victor Robles, who mm-hmm. is still the both of those guys I'm are really still excited so about Robles. young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and he's you, gonna be great. You have an Adam Eaton even who's a completely different player, but that's your outfield. He's, yeah. 
can't really complain. And, no. and, and then you have guys that, are, that can really turn to actual stars, like a Trey Turner, a Rendon. Those guys are the next wave. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what Rendon's next contract's going to be with all these third baseman contracts going on. He's, I mean, he's... If yeah. he say he's his best ability has been availability. Um, yeah, when he's healthy, he's he's really good. Will he get Arenado money in the freaking two sixty? I don't Probably think. Not. I don't think Probably so. One forty. No. I, I, th- I think Arenado is in a league of his own. I think he's the best third baseman in baseball in a, in a long time. He's, he's like, the best third baseman yeah, in baseball, and he's freaking crazy. Yeah. He's got a sprinkle <laughs> of crazy in there, as Coach David would say. Yeah. the freaking just the freaking sprinkle That's of crazy. Stuff, man. That's freaking pure. No, but, but anyways, but no, he's he's about to get paid though too for sure. Hundred percent. He's like we said, they he had a really big year last year. After he came back, you know, a quarter of the way through the season, he really put together a yeah. nice year. No, since his time in college at Rice, he's always been known as such a pure hitter and. And all he needs to do is stay healthy, which again can can be anyone's magic eight ball. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's anyone's guess. But when he's on the field, the guy is an absolute star, and they are in the right position to unfortunately lose someone like Harper, yeah. but still compete. And 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 that's we're still we're still looking at their offense. Then you got you got Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin as your top three. You can't really complain there. And then no. the Mets, they went all in, uh, in, oh, in, yeah. in the offseason this year. They all obviously have the star pitchers with Grom and Syndergaard and, uh, and Mats. They went out and got, and got a, a, a Edwin Diaz to close games. They went out and got a Cano. Um, they, like, they're going for it, too, you know? Yeah, they and, really and are. You, the Braves were the, were the young, fun team last year who were ahead, uh, you know, ahead of their timeline last year with guys – who are young stars like Acuna and Ozzy Albies, and then they went out and got a Josh Donaldson. Adam Duvall. Yeah, I mean... Who's quietly had, like, over 30 home runs, like, the last three years. There's going to be a great team. Thanks for the memories as a former (laughs) Giant. There's going to be a great team in that that division that that doesn't make it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be great. That's going to be, like, probably my most... Like, outside... Obviously, I'm going to watch Giants baseball, obviously, regularly, but I'm really... That's probably my most, like... I'm most intrigued by that division this year, I think. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute freaking It's going to be a dogfight for, sure. for, for all 162 yeah. games. Possible playing game as well. Wild yeah. card matchup, possibly. If the Rockies... The Rockies will probably be in there, too. Now, now that they have Murphy playing first base. No, they, they're, again, they're a loaded offense team, yeah. for sure. Then you put Desmond in center. You know, you're just going to just... If you can hit, you're playing. Yeah, they, <laughs> they have... A lot of talent again. Um, I I think yeah. Looking at the, in a at that division with with the Nationals with the Mets, all those guys is gonna be super interesting. Looking at that too though, I, I, what I thought was kind of uh, a little bit of a not so much of a head scratcher but a mystery with with Harper's uh, decision, uh, especially when, the fact that it took so long. I thought maybe he didn't want to be in, in in that same division. Maybe he didn't want to play the Nationals nineteen times a year, or whatever it's going to be. You know, yeah. what I mean? maybe he didn't want to have. Like, I'm not going to say I'm not going to try to call him. I didn't want to face the fans or anything like that. But that's not that. That's not easy. You know, I mean, he did. He was there put, for a long. He time. He did put put his heart and soul for for seven years. You know, that's the team. That, some good teams. That's the team that drafted him number one overall. He pushed for the playoffs. He played. He played his ass off for them. He 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 got he got choked and dug out by them. Yeah, he did everything. Papelbon was a big fan for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, He's shipping up to Boston. Somewhere. How do you think that Nationals fans are going to react? I mean, at the end of the day, man, I think they got to. <clears throat> I think they're probably gonna. It's probably gonna be half and half. I'm guessing like half booze, half cheer. I, I feel like a lot of it's. He's easy not to like if he's not on your team. Yeah. And I, I'm a big Bryce guy. I, I know you are too. Yeah. Um, I've always rooted for him. 
Um, but I definitely think they're going to be pissy when it, within the division. Um, but, I mean, probably the first time they'll, they'll give them the, the standing O with the, some boos in there. And then from then on out, it's business as usual. Well, how do you feel about that too? With like the boobers compared to cheering with uh, a former player or stuff like that. I mean, are you someone where like, hey, like booing's okay as long as you know, as long as you don't go overboard. It's kind of just like, okay, it's part of sports. It happens. Or is it kind of like, all right, sit your ass down. Like the guy did everything he could for your team. You guys didn't win. It's not his his fault. It's a team game. What are you booing about? Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think that if a guy puts his heart and soul into your team, especially a guy, Harper plays hard. I mean, he has a lot of, like, like we talked about Machado last week on Wash. Like, Machado's very, you know, he has a lot of things in his game that people don't like because they think he's lazy or whatever. Like, Harper's not lazy. If anything, he over-celebrates, but he play he head-first dive into first base. His helmet's always flying off. Dude's flying all over the place. Um I definitely think that they have to appreciate that because that's rare in today's game to have a guy that's willing to do that. Um, so at the end of the day, I, I don't, I don't really think fans should boo. You know, if if Posey ever left the Giants, do you really think a Giants fan would ever boo Bumgarner or Posey ever? No. You know what I mean? Like not just to always talk about the Giants, but <clears throat> any great player that's left and come back, like you got to give love. I mean, you have to. Like those days, you never get them back. So enjoy them while you have them. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that the booing happens too much, and it's just dumb. It's like, what are you, yeah. what are you doing? Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I hope that that the fans do appreciate him and do hopefully cheer for him and everything. I, 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 I get worried, especially like when when you look at like the money figures that they're gonna be like, boo, you left just because of the money or whatever. Sell out. Yeah, yeah. you had seven years, man, and 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 lucky, like you, you you didn't make it that far in the playoffs, and it's not just his fault. Like you guys had chances. You, you got to understand that, and and also it's not your money. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Like that's yeah, his choice. That, that's when yeah. I always get frustrated when people. You should. I mean, like, what would that that person, that individual that's booing, like? Would you not sign that check, like for three thirty? Yeah. No, no, I like the Nationals too much. I'm a stay. Yeah. I don't know, a little bit, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. But you know, I, I think. Shoes, huh? it, it, but you know, do you do you think that um, you know obviously the, the Nationals they have the longest history and everything. Yeah. But when he comes to San Francisco or, or when he comes to Dodger Stadium, do you expect booze there? Or what? what, what <laughs> I'm what, sure there'll be booze. There's gonna be. <laughs> I'm sure I mean, there is. On. But at the end of the day, I, like we just talked about, I, I don't. I, I'm not gonna boo if I see him in the fan. Like I'm not. I'm a loyal fan. I'm not gonna boo. At all. But there's going to be some jackass and freaking bleachers that's having a crab sandwich. He's had about freaking 12 Bud Lights, big Bud Light guy. Big. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah. Well, that Bryce the, Harper, uh, man. The world's most refreshing beer. The world's most refreshing <laughs> beer. And a bit. No, hopefully they're uh, enjoying that beer and, and not being uh, too enjoying the, the beer when, when Harper comes to the plate, but uh, I think it'll be interesting. I, I I expect there to be booze. I don't agree with the booze. They're gonna happen, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm hoping that that it doesn't it, it doesn't happen too much, honestly. Yeah, I think by the All Star break, it'll be old news, man. True. Yeah. True. I think they'll kind of like it'll kind of fizz out. Well, that, that's what's interesting too. To, uh, when he comes to San Francisco, if if they're struggling and they're and they're having another down season. Then the booze kind of, kind of... I think the booze are going to come out regardless of Harper's in the stands. Right? They're going to be booing the owner's box. <laughs> they, don't give a, they don't give a shit about Harper. They're booing yeah. for... Well, you're freaking really going to put Craig Gentry out there? By the glove? Why don't you get the freaking... The Cracker Jacks guy a freaking glove? Give me a break. Guy. They're freaking... Ter- That's the worst outfield in the big leagues right now. The Giants. The worst outfield in the big leagues. 100%. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. What do you think is gonna be the starting outfield? Uh, right now, if I had to start, it to, I mean, if, if you, is, is is Williamson healthy? I'm just I'm not trying right, to. Right now, yes. Okay, he, so if the season started today, tomorrow, today he, he had a bomb. In the <clears throat> yeah, no, no, no. Like he's, he, he's talked a lot about how, how serious the concussion was, right? And and it was. I mean, he he said that the the tipping point came where when he was in the outfield, he could he couldn't see could not see the he yeah, couldn't see, he couldn't see the, the, the ball coming out right. coming out of the bat. And he finally was like, I'm not just screwing myself over. I'm screwing my teammates over. In the outfield, I can't involve. No, you so can hear him in the interview. Like, you can hear the tone of his voice. No, it, it's He's tough, very you know, frustrated. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, the, the guy had a, a two-week span and, and be even longer than that. And the, and the minors where it looked like, oh, my God. He, I mean, that home run he hit to right center. Like that, that's unbelievable. That was like 465 to right center. He honestly might be the most interesting giant right now because because look we raw power we we know what we what we have with yeah. with Crawford with with Posey um, we might not fully know what, what we have with Posey because he's coming off the surgery the labor so maybe, maybe, maybe it might be even better you know what I mean right. but but right. we've, we've seen the past we we know of course yeah we know uh, what we have with Belt he's gonna hit some home runs he's gonna get hurt and then the homework's gonna be done we know what we have with Belt. But with he's Mac, gonna lead the league in walks. But, but with Mac Williamson striking and looking out, with uh, <laughs> with Mac Williamson, we don't fully know what we had because we was such a little glimpse and it was such a little tease. Yeah, such a tease. We, yeah, where you're like, hey, are you are you gonna or are you gonna take me on tonight? Yeah, what, what's going on? Yeah, now? what are we doing? Well, well yeah, I'm gonna buy me a can drink I, first. Can I, can I call you? Yeah, I, do I do I text first? <laughs> yeah. Do what I, is this? Do I wait a day? A two days? Right. Ten minutes. How many blue <laughs> messages in a row till it's weird? Come on. At least six. Right, yeah. I was a six text in a row guy. Usually. Yeah, until it didn't work out. Yeah. Anyways. Um, college. No, but no, <laughs> college. But I know. So I, classic. I think he's also the most interesting guy. Because he definitely is. He, he, could, he could be a guy that, that might hit 212 with six home runs, or he could be a guy that hits 260 and hits freaking 40 bombs. Absolutely. No, that, that, that home run to right center, I'll never forget it last year. Like, that was like, I, I literally. It's a like, different sound. Different it's sound off his bat, that huge late kick. Like, he got after it. So he would be in left field for me if we started tomorrow. I like Duggar. I played against him at Clemson. Yeah. I always I love the way he went about his game. He's smooth. Not just to you know to throw that out there that I played against him, but I, I definitely respect like flex, okay. yeah, <laughs> humble humble brag. <laughs> no, but I definitely definitely bad. loved loved his game. Like he he can he can bun. He was fast. He could hit the ball in the gaps. Like he was exciting to watch. I think last year you know in forty one games he showed some really really good things, mm-hmm. and he also showed some things that he needs to get better at. But, you know, him with his shoulder, you know, he's going to be active tomorrow to start, like, kind of letting it go a little bit. Yeah. I, you know, I heard an interview with him uh, this week, and, and, and it was really exciting just to hear him talk about baseball. I would put him in center um, for sure. And then as of right now, probably Para and right, um, just with that, the experience, the left-handed bat. He, he always always was a giant killer. So, hey, you know, let's, let's see what we got with, a, with an older guy that has some familiarity in that ballpark. Playing with every other team in the NL except for the Dodgers. Yeah, he's the, you know the, the I mean? NL West freaking yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's but I, you know he's not you know he'll give you a professional at bat. <clears throat> Put him in right. I have an interesting take here. I'll get to that in a minute about what else like you could do in this outfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at third base, definitely Longoria, Crawford, Panic, Belt injuries pending, uh, Posey in the squad, and then Bumgarner on the mound will obviously be your best lineup. But honestly. If they don't move Belt, or if there's no infield moves via trade or what have you, you know that Belt has played the outfield before. 
He's played, but but it's it's been such an little experiment, right? I, and I I just don't think it's gonna happen. And, and I think that part of that is because of the injuries, yeah, and stuff. You know, um, especially if you have a concussion. Anything anything can happen at first base. He's literally right. been, I think, hitting the head during warmups. <clears throat> yeah, the, the, I mean, the guy has, has, has he's had bad luck. Yeah, sure. He he's been injury riddled. He he's obviously also just had really bad luck. Random stuff has happened. Yeah, but I think that. I think honestly, especially after looking what happened with Mac Williamson last year with his concussion and uh, with how the bullpens are situated in San Francisco and stuff, I think someone that has any kind of injury history like a belt um, and, and someone that can, that can play first and possibly a left field, I think you just stick him at first base and say, hey, like this is it. If you're healthy, you're, you're, at, right you're right at there. first base, you're, scre- you're screwing balls, you're not yeah. going to be next to the warning track. Anything like that. Yeah. It's good to have someone that they can do it in a pinch. If you have, if you needed sure. it. If you needed it. Yeah, if you, if you really do need it. And, and especially, you know, if you want to give Posey a day at first base. and, and um, Or Pablo. Or Pablo, for sure. That's right? where I was getting at. Like, okay. I definitely, no, 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 no. You're, you're totally good. I just, <clears throat> I just thought maybe in a lineup if Pablo's high, you could put him at first, put Belton left. You can still keep Duggar and Para or what have you, Williamson and what have you, just to kind of have an extra bat in the lineup. And, and Pablo's definitely a familiar face. And, uh, last year he did some. He was getting in a really good rhythm before he got hurt and got to have that bad injury. Um, I was kind of excited to see him, you know, kind of come back and start to kind of get hot. He was really cold for a while, but he, you know, he only batted two forty eight in limited games, but he was really hot on a on a certain couple week stretch down there <clears throat> before he hurt his leg. So that that was tough, but uh, obviously, uh, yeah. So Williamson, Duggar, Para, Longo, Crawford, Panic, Belt, Posey, Bumgarner would be your best lineup. And then the bullpen, uh, looking at their roster, like as far as pitching goes, like their pitching is definitely a str- Obviously, their offense isn't a strength, but they have some legit dudes in that bullpen. And I, I definitely think last year they threw the ball extremely well. I feel like anytime they'd lose a game, it'd be 4 1, 5 2, 3 1, 2 1. Like they, they lost a lot of one run, two run, three run games, um, led by a great pitching staff. You know, you got everyone coming back. Um, <clears throat> you know, Bumgarner, fully healthy. Um, definitely you know, talked about it a lot the last couple of weeks in spring training starting up, like his hands healthy, his shoulders healthy, he's ready to go. Um, you know, you got Will Smith and Tony Watson, two left-handed rocks out of the bullpen. You got, you know, D-Rod a year more, you know, experienced and mature. Suarez another year more experienced and mature with great stuff as well. Um, you know, the Dyson, Ray Black, I'm really excited about Ray Black. Ty Block, they're talking about him developing a slider. I mean, like these are all, Maranta, like there's Melanson, Holland's back. They got Pomerantz. I mean, there's a lot of dudes in that in that bull. Beatty's had a cu- couple of really good outings so far. I mean, there's there's definitely some pieces in that bullpen. I mean, they just can't hit. That's the only problem. That's a that's a really big problem. It would help to hit. It would help. But, yeah, uh, is that the point of the game? Score more runs than the other team. Usually, are we playing golf? Aren't you supposed to have the lowest score? Anyways, uh, but uh, their sure, no, 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 their, no, no, no. their pitching depth is clearly their their brightest spot oh, for, for sure. sure, and and I think that that's um, you know obviously they they've always been known for the pitching with with horses like Bumgarner and Metrican, Matt Kane, all these different guys, but I, I think that that's definitely a Zaidi staple mm-hmm. coming from the Dodgers. You, you look and they could always just run somebody out there. They would have Ryu. It could be the freaking seventh starter. You, you know what I mean, like. They always had someone out there, and that was a huge strength of the Dodger with their 40-man roster. And Zaidi wants to find ways to really have a flexible and strong 40-man roster. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to be really interesting, too. Uh, they've already 
talked about possibly um, even using someone like a Suarez at AAA um, even longer. Even a Derek Rodriguez who that's crazy who, to say out loud. Fourth in the NL and ERA. He was he was a legit Rookie of the Year candidate. Um, you know, and and look, he can he could be their number two guy. He re- he really could be. Yeah. But it just goes to show they want depth in pitching, and uh, they have these guys who still have minor league options like Rodriguez, like Suarez, like Beatty, who you can really kind of go up and down with and not overwork these guys. I don't think that they would want to overwork someone like a Samarja, a Pomerantz. Definitely a pitch Different guy, guys, for sure. right? You know, yeah. um, so I think that they're, they're trying to use that um, to the best ability this year as far as, far as the depth of it. And uh, their bullpen actually is, is, is a strength. Yeah. And it could be something that is a real trade possibility. I think that their team that we see right now is their team. I think it was either it was Harper or Bust. It was bust but um but now i I think that uh the relievers they could get maybe a few trades here and there's some small ones in the offseason but by the trade deadline those that would be really interesting if if they're if they are if they are out of it yeah if they are out of it get ready for to buy to buy a jersey or ross or something because it's going to start to get get to clearance if they're out of it by the trade deadline, and I'm not just talking about Bumgarner, we can get to that at a different date. Giants fans, it's all that all they talk about with Bumgarner and as far as trades and stuff. But I think the relievers are guys that can be really interesting at the trade deadline. Oh yeah, especially guys like Tony Watson, Will Smith. I mean, having a left-handed dude that has great control of all three pitches in any situation, close, setup, matchup. Granted, now they have to face a certain number of pitchers this year with the new yeah. rule change. But I mean, still guys that can come in and get lefties and righties out. Like that's huge. They play into the advantage of that new rule because they have good enough stuff to get dudes out on both sides of the plate. Um, a, a guy, a, a team in the pennant race could definitely make a push for that. Um, but the Giants, you know, the, like Bochy's last year, he he said it on MLB Network. Not you know this last week when they did a thirty for thirty, thirty clubs in thirty days. You know he's going for it, so they're going to compete with what they have. I, I definitely agree with you on that state that that I, they're not going to make any more moves. Uh, via free agency, I think they would have already done so by now. They're not going to get Keuchel. They're not going to get Kimbrell. They're not going to get Adam Jones, like you were saying. Like This is pretty much the team that they have, and they're going to see, hopefully this year, as a Giants fan, you'll see what these draft prospects have been able to do in the minor leagues. Williamson, hopefully healthy, fingers crossed. Uh, he'll get some really good work. Slater will get some really good work. Beatty, hopefully, I want to see what he's got. We've, we've, you know, you you've talked to him on numerous accounts professionally, um, and you know, you you definitely have had, gotten good talks with him and and gotten some good info on just his story and everything. So, as a fan and just a just a baseball fan in general, I want to see a guy like that get into the big leagues and and have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, and and now that we talked about we talked about Harper, we talked about the Giants' current situation um, and everything. Who are some of the free agents left? Because there are still are some solid names. Who are some that that are left that, number one, it's like, just with Harper and Machado, they're still left. It's literally going to be March. Who are the ones that, that you look at now, and just for any team in general, that, that you think, go out and get this guy? Who, who are the ones that really kind of jump out to you? Well, Dallas Keuchel definitely jumps out to me immediately. I think, obviously, you know, being an AL Cy Young, being a World Series champion, being left-handed... Um, and having the experience that he's had, I'm a little biased. Okay, that's, that's fair. It's all right. that's fair. I'll talk about Kimball in a minute. But <laughs> Keiko, man, like just to have a guy like that with that kind of experience, being a Cy Young caliber pitcher at one time, um, I think the Braves are a team that, that could definitely be a pitcher away uh, that probably has the money. I mean, if you're going to dish out one year for 24 mil for, for Donaldson, 
I would definitely make a push for for Keuchel or maybe have a reunion with Kimbrel. I mean, they they were a couple pieces away last year for making a real World Series push with that young talent in the middle infield, having Duvall in the outfield now, Donaldson hopefully healthy. I mean, that that is a very scary team, and they've always had great pitching. Uh, you know, since we were growing up with the Glavin and 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 Maddox days and Smoltz and all that, like they've they've been known for their pitching. I'm not saying that Keuchel's in that category, but to make a push like that would definitely be. I think that would be a good fit. And as far as Kimbrel goes, the other you know obvious uh, you know free agent, you know I definitely think the Braves could be a team that he could end up on too, or or the Padres. Yeah, I mean uh, the Padres already had a little bit of the of the Kimbrel when right. they, when they went all in a few years ago, and then obviously it ended up like not working. That was crazy how that did not work. And it, they went and uh, it went so quick, so quick. And like they had the new young team, yeah, they went yeah. all the way in. And then <clears throat> they went out of it really quickly. They went they went into that rebuild mode really quickly. So fast. That was so like so many personalities, so many egos on one team. Like was, that was a, in a sense kind of like that, that's like an overlooked conversation. No one talks about that. Yeah, no. They went like full tilt. Like they yeah. they went for it. Yeah, and and, and now super they, team. And style. now they have that the, the Machado gall in, but still be really young with with these guys with the Fernando Tatis Juniors and stuff like that. Oh, he's so, oh, dude, he's gonna it, be a stud. Yeah, well, I, I once they let let him just go and do his thing and you know, not worry about the service time. He, yeah, he's he's an absolute future superstar for sure. But you look, you look at a Kimbrel and a Keiko like you were just doing with the Braves. I know playing uh, college ball in Georgia, talking to some friends out there, they they want Kimbrel on the Braves for sure. Oh, they like, love that's him. Their, that's their guy. They want the freaking elbow up, hanging uh, out Oh, yeah, there. they want the pterodactyl. Dang, dangling out yeah. there, dipping, ripping, just freaking fire away. It's unbelievable. They, they want the guy for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that that would be a great move, especially because we talked about how strong that division is and how you have some big-time power hitters in that division now. you got to have it, fight it, fire with fire it, sometimes. Yeah, if you can have yeah. a guy at, at the back of the bullpen that can go against the Harpers and the, and the Hoskins, all these different guys, the Canoes, all these guys that can just and just go freaking 99, up towards your chin, rising fastball, good luck. You need somebody like that, and, and he's a guy that can definitely give it to you. I think that a lot of teams are, again, worried about the years, especially with a pitcher and a closer and someone that's kind of – he's kind of a shorter guy that really just rear backs and goes. And I think people are worried about that injury-wise. But, I mean, the guy is a proven, proven just shutdown reliever. You've got to go for He's one like of that. the best closers in the game. Ever. His, ever. Honestly. He's, ever. He's, he's the modern day just, – just, he's the power yeah. closer. And last, last postseason, yeah, he had, he got in a little bit of a rough patch. He was – he was walking some dudes, and, and, and I get it, you know, like being a pitcher. Like, you you get in, like, little funks like that. Yeah. And the game is, is really nasty sometimes, and you just got to battle. But his teammates never let him down, and they always had his back. And, like, they always gave him the ball. They never, they never like, balked. They never switched it up. Like, Kimbrell, he's our guy. I think someone with him, too, you, you have to, like, be able to take not the good with the bad, but those little spurts. With, with that, it's with worth the, it. The, the, the shaky times. Yeah. Because it, it, it got shaky. It got a little scary. A little Brian for, Wilson tortury. Exactly, right? Yeah. But, but, you but know, we, and, we but, still believed in yeah, Brian and, Wilson and, every night. And Kimbrell's even more dominant. And he's way more dominant for down. a way longer period yeah, of time. So, so, but for that two-year span, three-year span that Wilson was yeah. like the biggest name in the game outside of Kimbrell. He brought the torture. He brought the torture. That's why they started talking as, about as a, as, a, as a closer, right? He brought oh. that like, oh my God, dude, why, why are the bases loaded now? Bases loaded one out, right and out he punches and out like, two, two. Okay, never mind. Now I'm just slider, slider. Shut you down yeah, we're good. quick, right? Yeah. And that's what, that's what Kimbrell can be where you have to be able to take those shaky times with – 
all right, he's going to shut your ass down for four straight series. We'll take a, a shaky here and there. Yeah, we'll take sure. we'll take a little stress. Yeah, yeah we're good. of course. Yeah, it's worth it. And then, obviously, you talk about Keiko. And, and he's he's the proven veteran for sure. And and I would like to see a, a young team, maybe like the Braves, maybe like maybe even the Padres. The too. Brewers. Uh, yeah, the, the Brewers definitely. like they, they were a contender last year. They need more pitching. Uh, you know, a, a team that needs pitching – you you gotta go for for someone that is a Dallas Keuchel. Um, you know I I think that he has, uh, maybe gone down from that from that Cy Young year a little of, bit, of course, and yeah. stuff. And and is he that, hundred and fifty million dollar arm? I would say no. No. But he's but he's that proven veteran that that could still be a Cy Young candidate, an All Star for sure. That you add to the top of your rotation as a a number one, a number two, ideally, and he can be that guy that really gets you over the hump, for yeah. sure. And so it's a young team, maybe like the Braves or the Padres, I would really like, like to see that, for sure. Definitely. And, and there's a few you know, there's a few hitters left that, you know, they're not the biggest names in the game anymore, but, you know, Adam Jones is definitely a guy that's still out there um, via free agency. Um, Denard Spann is still out there. Sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to laugh. Austin laugh. Jackson. Austin Jackson. Action Jackson. Bring him at the band. Yeah, come on. Get the band back together. I think Zaidi should do a reunion tour one last time. Get all the Giants back together before we trade them off. Oh, yeah. At the, uh, that's, that should be Zaidi's pitch. Like, hey, man, you know, we're going to go for it one last time. We're going to play Freebird every night. And we'll find then, the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we got Gorkies, we got Gorkies, Austin. We got Austin. <laughs> we got Denard Spam. Yeah. We got Marvin Bernard coming out of Bernard, retirement. All the pints are on his helmet. So much pints. I mean, if Jason Wynn can come out of retirement, why doesn't Marvin Bernard? Yeah, Jason Wynn, 11 years. He was with the, with the Cowboy. Now he's back. He's back. He's back. I mean. Well, he was god awful in the booth. Oh, my God. It's crazy. How do you put him in the Monday night game right away? That's not even <laughs> fair. The dude, the dude was. Oh my god! Yeah, we're uh, we're definitely reversing course real quick here, but uh, yeah, it can't get much worse. But no. I really want to see a Rich Eisen race Jason Witten now in the forty yard dash at the, at the combine. Yeah, I mean it, it's absolutely hilarious that wins <clears throat> and, and watch us as we say it's absolutely hilarious. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a plunge. He's he, no, he's gonna be the washed athlete of the year. Yeah, he, he's gonna come back. He's he's gonna do a little. He'll be he'll be a. Uh, How about is that? He's like I like retirement. I got the Monday night football gig. He's like man, I sucked at this so bad. I gotta go back to play. I honestly think that <laughs> I gotta go back to play. He's never been used to people not liking him. Honestly, yeah, he, no. He, he in, in like on all accounts, like everyone talks about Jason Wynn being like a stand up dude, like legit. That's what I'm saying. Where yeah, no, everyone liked. Him. No one ever said a bad word about that guy no, on on the Cowboys. Not one. No. And ever since Witten and Romo. When in the booth, it's been the exact opposite, right? One hundred percent opposite. When, when Romo was a quarterback, he was like one of the most scrutinized quarterbacks ever, ever, ever. <laughs> ever? The, the guy couldn't even t- couldn't even take a take a snap. In his in his regular season goal. stats are unreal. No, he was like, he's great. He's he's awesome until he, it counted. Yeah, that kind of counts too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of important. But but it's crazy <laughs> that and and then so after being scrutinized for a year, then Romo gets in the booth and he's. Freaking the next John Madden. He's great. He's having a, tr- a turducken up there. He's doing his uh, thing. Let me, let me tell you something. Uh, Brett, Brett Favre is, is just... Uh, boom! And then Witten is the complete opposite. He's so bad. He went from being loved to hated that quick. It's the reverse Romo. It's wild. Uh, so yeah, that, that was our... Our Witten time here, real, real quick and stuff. But um, <laughs> anyways, no. getting getting back to free agency. Sorry about that. There's a couple of outfielders that are definitely still available. 
uh, just to tie this back in. Uh, but the biggest names still out there, obviously, are still Kimbrell and Keuchel. Uh, but Adam Jones, I would say, is the next biggest name probably sure. still out there. That I could see, hey, the Yankees, the rich get richer. You know, uh, one more sure. outfielder or something like that. He'll go to a team that's kind of relevant, I think. He's, the most, deal. he's the most like old Giants regime player ever. Well, he's from San Diego. Would but, he go to the Padres? Nah, I, I, I think they're going to stay young. They should. Yeah, I, I mean... But finish I, your thought, though. I just thought I'd jump in with that. No, I understand that. I feel like he's the most old Giants regime, old Bobby Evans, the Sabian regime, like, p- free agency that you can get. He's, he's the Angel Pagan, for sure. He's the Aaron yeah. Rowland, but better. Like, he's, he, like he, he is a better player than those guys, but yeah. he's an aging outfielder that could definitely still help out a team. But he's just someone that the old Giants would have given. They would have, oh, he here's, they here's would a four-year, four four year, 50 million. You know, and he's they probably totally someone that should that. get two or three. Honestly, he might end up getting a one-year deal. One-year deal. The way that this market is, which yeah. could end up being a steal. But he's someone that on the way that this offseason has gone, he's just like the epitome of it, man. He's someone that's, that was a former star. He was a great player. Um, you know, he's going to go down as, as a great Oriole Everyone loved him, but he just that kind of aging outfielder, you know. The, the as far as the these new young front offices, these these same metrics, these analytics go, they look at that red flag comes up right away. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens with him, just with his age and and everything else. Definitely. So. We'll see. Um, you know, th- that was we we want to give you guys a quick uh, Bryce Harper. Just instant reaction. Emergency uh, pod. Yeah, hey, it's our first. Woo! Our, our first emergency <laughs> pod. I'm sure, there'll be plenty more to come. Um, come back on on Sunday night. We're gonna be giving our watch after the week out. Where we're waiting for it. Don't don't worry. It's watch happening. after the week. It, it, it's gonna be happening. So Sunday, we're we're gonna be coming back to you for sure. Full episode, but want to give you a quick instant Bryce Harper reaction because I we know from from the Bay to LA to. Philadelphia, it had everyone buzzing for sure. No doubt, man. Thanks for jumping in, and uh, we'll be definitely in on Sunday night with the uh, Washed Athlete of the Week. Stay tuned. Stay washed. Later.